Yer. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous. Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. New York, welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous. Yes, sir. Here we know how we do out here. Welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous again. Yet again, <laughs> let's double this down. Is episode baby. 41. 42. No, 42. 41. Yes, 42. No, no, 41. Oh, shit. here we go again. Y'all, we messed up that last time. <laughs> we said 39 was 40. Uh, I think. 41, bro. This is 41. Yes. yes. 41. I was right. I'm on we it. We are at 41. I'm on it. I'm on it. So many, so, so much, so many episodes, so much progress. Yeah, so completely little. Completely lost count. Sometimes so little time. Shit happens, you know. <laughs> completely lost count. We forget. Players mess up. <laughs> We're human at the end of the day. Players. Shout out to the Nick's Anonymous family. Shout out to everybody who, who rocks with us. Rock with us from day one. Shout out to the day oneers. Yes, Shout sir. out to the day tours. Shout out to the day three years. The day three years. And for those who don't <laughs> rock with us, here's how you can. Follow us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. You can search us out on YouTube, also Nick's Anonymous. And we're also on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Breaker. Yes, sir. Keep you getting better at that, man. Yeah, the point of that is we ain't hard to find. You can find us. Just Google us. Yeah, man. Yeah, ba- yeah, basically, to make it easy, Google. You'll find <laughs> us. You know. you know how powerful Google is? Yeah, dude. Google will find everybody. And It's too powerful. And you know what else is a powerful thing, too? Even though, unfortunately, it, it's unfortunate. That it's fortunate? That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's, it's fortunate. No, it's, un- it's, for- I, it's fortunately unfortunate? Yes. It's fortunately unfortunate that the media, <laughs> the media is as powerful as it is. And I say that to say this. We're getting right into the show. Yeah, yeah, let's get. We're gonna get into it. Actually, no, we're not gonna get into it. We're kind of gonna monologue like we always do. Okay, but monologue. This is, but this is getting to a point, which is gonna get into it. Okay. We're not gonna get too deep into the story because you know it's more of a Brooklyn Nets problem than it is a Knicks problem. <laughs> but there's a point that I'm trying to make in bringing this up. Yeah, they deserve that. But that's <laughs> anyway. Um. With everything going on with Kyrie, I won't share my opinion on what I think of that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to get too deep. (laughs) You know, I'll put it to you like this. Oh, shit. As far as Kyrie goes, not to get too political, but I'm a dude that believes in freedom of choice. But that's not why I'm bringing that up. The reason we're bringing Kyrie up right now is because it's a whole media firestorm pretty much going on with his situation. 
So you're probably wondering, yeah, Steve, you just said this is a Brooklyn Nets problem. Why are you bringing this up? Well, he's bringing it up. Yeah, because feel free to tell them. Go ahead, go ahead. You tell them. He's bringing it up because that could have been our problem. Imagine that media firestorm. Remember two years? <laughs> was it two years ago that the whole KD Kyrie summer thing happened? Yeah, it was it was two like years ago, two right? Two years ago. It was two, yeah. Remember when everybody was laughing at the Knicks for not signing Kyrie Irving? Oh, uh, do I? I'll never forget that, bro. Do I remember? I remember the memes. I remember the sleepy Nate memes. Um, what else? There's all this crap, Stephen A. and that were the uh, artist formerly known as Max Kellerman, that who's, no, one, who's no longer there. Which is bad luck. That and like the Knicks never get things done, and this, that, and the third. Yeah, we got all kinds of crap, and here we are. Yeah, here we are, two years later. I'm surprised nobody's bringing that up. Especially why would they? Well, at least the Knicks media. Well, you know here we I mean? are. Well, oh, that'd be us. <laughs> We're Knicks media. Holy, <laughs> sh- holy crap. We're here. We Here's are. Knicks media bringing it up. <laughs> wow, isn't well, that cool? Yes, sir. You get the class for that one. You bring it real, man. My thing is this, dude. Like, <sighs> I can't stand the media, bro. It's totally not biased. Yeah, no, it's that, bro. Like, it'd be cool if the media would come out and say they were wrong about something. I would love to see that one day. They kind of just sweep it under the rug as if it never happened. Or they never said it. Like, yeah, we never said that. Yeah, let's forget it. But yet it's on video. Like, like they like we were just talking about how powerful Google is. Yeah, yeah, I might as well go. Yeah, y'all could Google, Google all the Google, crap. Everything we're talking about, we could you could Google, you could go Google that. Google all the crap they said about the Knicks the year we didn't sign Kyrie and KD. I would and say Zion. I would say we you lost Zion. out. Zion's supposed to be part of that. Yeah, that too. But that was more of the draft. So yeah, that's true too. I would only if I, if if I were to say so, I would say KD would was the loss. Even though at that time, I thought not signing him was the best move we didn't make. But in Brooklyn, KD's looking like, well, KD. So, yeah, we might have missed out on KD, but the media was totally wrong about Kyrie, dude. Couldn't have missed out on Kyrie because he's not even playing. Yeah, dude, like, y- y- y'all got to hold yourselves accountable for that, man. Could y'all just come out and say y'all was wrong? That's all I'm asking. Because if he was on the Knicks doing this. Oh, hell yeah, dude. The fire First, sto- first off, the, the fans would have the fans would have lost it. Dude, the firestorm would have been much worse than what it is. The like, fans would have lost it. It, it would have been, been insane. It would have been anarchy. I wouldn't even say anarchy. I wouldn't even go as far as that. But it'd be way more coverage than what he's getting now. Because, dude, on first take, all they talk about is Kyrie. I don't watch first take. But from what I'm getting on the... From what I read on the comments, mm-hmm. on ESPN and all those pages, and hearing what other people talk about, that's all they talk about. It's Kyrie. It's not even sports-related, dude. It's that's Kyrie. More, that's more political what, than what anything. Do they, what do they talk about? Just him not... Not playing, like him not wanting to play and stuff like that. Yeah, but basically the whole situation. And guys like Stephen A. Smith are coming. Because you saw the whole, as a matter of fact, you put me on. Oh, the Mar- with Mar- uh, Apparently, shout Mar- out to Barry. Stephon. Yeah, shout out to Marbury. Apparently, there's a whole spat between him and Stephen A. Because apparently Steph- Mar- Marbury's defending um Kyrie, saying leave him alone. He's a good dude, this, this, and that. Honestly, he's he's not even, it's not even about Kyrie. I mean, it, it Kyrie's a part of it. Of he, course he, he is. Just, he just doesn't like. He doesn't like Stephen A. Smith. He he really hates Stephen A. Smith. He hates him because he believes Stephen A. Smith. Because Stephen A. Smith always says he's for the brothers and he's for everybody and this, that, and the third. And Mar Marbury's just like, no, you're not, bro. You're you're definitely not part of us. <sighs> See, th- here's my thing about that. 
He posted. He posted a DM. You saw the DM. No, I did. Too? I saw that. I saw that. And you so know, it's more. It's more of a vendetta towards. Do you agree with Marbury? Just what? out of curiosity, what he said about what? About Stephen A. That he's like not for us. Yeah. Um, to an extent, I feel like he 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 overblows his character for for a reason. Because at the end of the day, he's playing a character. Yeah, he's a gimmick. He's a gimmick. That, that's, that's what I see Stephen... Like, Bro, when you see Stephen A. Like, Stephen A. Smith you see on TV, I don't really think that... that that's may, the Stephen that, A. Smith you're going to get in a business meeting. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I that mean? That may not be Stephen A. Smith in real life. Like, that's not in real life, act. but like... That's but you a, know it's a gimmick. I mean. It's yeah. a gimmick, like you said. Like, bro, like not for nothing. Because he 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 purposely yeah he yells out all the time. He's like a Kevin Hart. That and he and he purposely <laughs> right. chooses the wrong like like Max Kellerman. I I remember you remember when he said I who, want Eagle Dollar. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying. He did that on purpose. Like nah, I, I dead ass think he wanted Eagle Dollar. Nah, he did. That I on, think he did, bro. Nah, he did that on purpose. I think he did. Nah, he did that on purpose. You're giving he, him he's the trolling. benefit of the doubt. He's trolling. He was trolling. Nah, I disagree. I think he really wanted Eagle Dollar. <laughs> I really do, but bro, he said it with a smile on his face. Nah, he's not a serious. Nah, he, he said that shit with authority. There's no way. But my thing about it is this, bro. No, I disagree with Marbury. Yeah, and the reason I disagree is because like it seems like everybody's overrating Steve A. Smith and the impact he has on people. Like you said, dude. Like we like we just finished saying he's a gimmick. He's a sports personality. You know, him talking down on people or on black athletes, especially when you know most of the shit he's saying is bullshit, shouldn't have no effect on anything. But it does. No, it really doesn't. It, no, no, but like, it, the only reason I'm saying it does. The only reason like, it has effect on everything is because everybody reacts to it. Like, the way, and I don't blame Marbury for his reaction. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying I disagree with his assessment. I think they're looking too deep into it. Like, he's not a dude that's against black people or black athletes or anything like that. Yeah, he does say a lot of dumb shit about them. I could agree with that. But I don't think it's that deep. I think he's just, he's just playing a, gimmick. a role. He, dude, he's just a gimmick. I think he's just playing a role. He's just a gimmick on payroll. Pretty, Pretty much. much. That's what he is. Because it's not like he's saying what he's saying freely. He's being told what to say pretty much. Exactly. But um, I think we had to get off this, bro. We kind of went a little longer than what I thought we would. But it still was good, though. No, it was good. It was good. In, in other words, point being, Stephen A., you need to watch yourself, bro. That and like... <laughs> you need to watch and, yourself, and we need bro. Some credit, we need some credibility within the media. Yeah, dude, exactly. There's been a lot, there's a lot of shit being talked about the Knicks. And now the Knicks that are going to be on the rise, you're going to hear a lot of newscasters talking about... All the Knicks, you know, this, they're great. And they're the same casters that always shitting on us. Saying that we'll probably never be anywhere in the next, like, ten years. And here we are two years later. One, more, I'll say one more thing about that. As much as I don't like, and I mean, I say I don't like. As much as I'm not a fan of Max Kellerman, I could see why he left. I could understand, like, he didn't leave. They made him leave. But I guarantee you this is a blessing in disguise for him. You think Steven is the problem? It looks like, bro, because, like, I don't think Stephen A is a bad guy, personally. Because he does charity work. You could look up his charity work. Stephen A. Smith does do good things. But like we said, dude, like, you you went from a, um, he went from a dude who was really, really, not to say he's not knowledgeable, but he chooses not to use that knowledge. He chooses to go. <laughs> f- he chooses to go for reactions, and that's what all sports shows do now. Shannon Sharp and Skip do it too. 
You know, just trying I mean? to get the the blood boiling. Yeah, like to get the internet clicks. You know, because that's to what it's all about. Now it's about the, it's about the likes and the clicks and the how memes. people react and the comments. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's what it's all about with sports media now. It's not about presenting facts. It's all about presenting media. I mean, excuse me, not media. Entertainment, pretty no, much. No, not entertainment. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, narratives. It's all about presenting narratives, debating the narratives, and putting truth and fiction or whatever to those narratives to you know. I guess to win the argument. I guess what I said kind of didn't make no sense, but hopefully some of you understand where I was going. Did, did you understand me? It sounded good. Okay, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I was a mugger, but moving sounded on. Sounded loud and clear. Moving on, moving on. Let's get to some positive. Not to say this was negative, but you know, let's get to some positive next stuff. We just want respect, New York. Yeah, that's it, bro. Like, like respect our rise. That's all we're asking, dude. Respect our rise. You know, because. Once we rise, we got, we got a good reason too, man. Bro, like once we, once we, re- bro, all I'm saying is, once we reach that peak, don't bandwagon at that point. Nah, yeah, we don't, got. Don't be like those fans who flocked to Golden State when Steph Curry won his first MVP, or even Brooklyn. Like this post we posted on which you could find on Knicks Anonymous. Oh yeah, good thing you're bringing that up. We, we did say we're bringing up the Knicks in positive news. They said this is positive news. They said bet. I don't know if it's bet us or bet us, but I'm gonna go with bet us. It says bet us survey reveals Knicks with most diehard fans, Nets with the most bandwagon fans. Well, you didn't really need them. And then you, you didn't really need and a then survey you posted to it. That, yeah, you you posted saying as if we needed a survey to figure this out. Yeah, it's true, dude. Like dude, I agree. With all the shit Knicks have the Knicks have been through <laughs> these past twenty years, and we're still here, and making the most noise at that. Well, that's loyalty, dude. Like, you didn't need a sir. Excuse me. Mm. Got the gas right there. Yes, yes, I had a burp. Yeah, ribs were good. <laughs> we just had some banging ass ribs, y'all. Shout yeah. out to my father for that. Shout out, yeah, shout out. Shout out to the caveman. Um, Pops Anonymous. We'll he might him. be on the show soon. Yeah, man, yeah, we got to get the Pops. We got to get Pops Anonymous A and Pops Anonymous B talking Facts. about the old Knicks. Um, where were we? Got lost there. Um,. Shit. <laughs> we got lost, bro. Damn. Oh, oh, the better, 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 better yes. survey. You didn't really need a survey for that. Like I said, with all the crap we've been through for all the years, we're the loudest fans now that we finally, you know, came back up. We're actually rebuilding with draft picks and flexibility with our cap space. Looking like a true unit. You feel me? Yeah, like so a like oiled machine. Why wouldn't be? Why wouldn't we be loyal? You know what I mean? Like we we've seen the bottom. And now we're slowly climbing to but that, that top. That's the beauty of loyalty, man. The beauty of loyalty is, you know, you gotta embrace. You you can't always have good, man. Like that, like that's that's why bandwagons is so like. This is so lame to me, dude. Like, like you can't always have good. You gotta have a balance of good and bad because within the bad, it makes the good that much better. The greatest bandwagon in history is about to come up, though. Who? Watch what happens when LeBron retires. Where are they gonna all go? They're gonna go with him. Uh, they're gonna come to us. <laughs> they're gonna all retire. They're gonna try to come to us. Watch oh, to the next. Put money on it. How much you wanna put on that? I'll put money on that. How much, bro? You're gonna bet against. You're gonna bet against that. You no. know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I might bet with you. I'm just wondering who's gonna bet against us. They won't. Come on, dude. If LeBron leaves the Lakers tomorrow and goes to the Timberwolves, everybody's a Timberwolves fan. That would be nuts. Yeah, him, Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and um, who else? Who else? And Russell. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I can't even lie. As if they kept, as if they would keep all those players for that trade. 
He would leave. They wouldn't trade LeBron. Oh, he would just leave. Yeah, he would just yeah, walk out. He opt out. The opt out thing, like he always do. But anyway, <laughs> let's let's get to Nick's basketball. We're about to start roasting him. Yeah, man. dude. Let's, let's not turn this into a LeBron roast session, even though that would be fun. Yeah, and, yeah. And pretty damn easy. But yeah, anyway, yeah. um, we had some Knicks basketball this week. We concluded the preseason. Here we know. Yeah, we concluded the preseason. We ended it four and zero. Undefeated, man. 4-0. Undefeated. And I won't lie, the, the last two games kind of looked sloppy, and it kind of looked like we were going to lose one of them. We pulled out in the end. The Washington one felt like a playoff game. We'll get to that. We'll get to that second. Let's start with the Pistons. Pistons. Uh, oh, that's 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 when Todd's to go Gibson was going crazy. Final score, Knicks 108, Pistons 100. Um, No Cade Cunningham, no Killian Hayes. Yeah, we were actually we were actually looking forward to seeing yeah, I wanted to see all Cade, the young man. guys going at it. Unfortunately, injury problems. And see, this is what and this and this which is, is actually which is actually really. Do you think that's gonna be bothering Cunningham moving forward in his career? I don't think so. Cause it's like the second time he's sitting out. Nah, I don't think so. I think he'll be fine. It's nothing serious. It's just it's just some like minor. He's good. But I was gonna say this isn't good because in turns four. Um, it's good we won the game, but the fact that they didn't have their top two point guards and we kind of sort of struggled against them, not a good sign to me. Yeah, Jeremy Grant was putting some buckets. He didn't do two. Yeah, he did okay. 18 points, four boards, three assists, two blocks. Yeah, bro. Man, weren't we talking about, like, rumored to try to go for him eventually? Yeah. Yeah. He showed out. Detroit's actually looking promising, not for nothing. Yeah, they have a pretty good young squad, man. I give them two. I give Detroit next year. And they'll be where we were last year. They just gotta add a few vets. They got the young squad, so they they I think they'll be all right. But um, I gotta bring something up that was funny in this game, cause we were watching this game in my boy in my boy's crib, and he's a gambler. So the spread was like I, I don't remember what the spread was. As a matter of fact, no no no, the over was the Knicks had to get one ten over one ten. That's what it was. And it was a point in the fourth quarter. I think it was about 10 minutes left where our friend Mike. Yeah, we've mentioned him a lot. We could mention him again. Shout out to Mike TV. Are you talking about like as soon as he mentioned something? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get into it right now. Yo, okay. Mike's a gambler. And he had bet on the spread for the Knicks to go over 110. And it was like maybe 9 or 10 minutes left in the fourth. And he said some... We ain't, we ain't think nothing of it at first. Like a jinx almost. Yeah, he kind of jinxed it. He was like, yo, I be thinking these games are rigged as far as the spread goes. Because, like, right now, it looked like the Knicks are about to go over the 110. But I guarantee you they're going to go on a scoreless spurt to bring some drama to it. You know, I guess for the gamblers and for, like, the bookies and all that stuff. And wouldn't you know what the shit happened, dude? The they couldn't Knicks, score for, like, yo, four or like five three, minutes. three, four minutes. It, was it five minutes? It was five minutes? It's, yeah, somewhere around there. It was around three, four, five minutes. Dude, the Knicks could time. not buy a bucket. Long story short, yes, they did get the spread at the end. But the fact that he called it. And like, it literally, had- <laughs> like, literally right after he said it, it happened. Yeah, so I started thinking, yo, this shit is rigged. And we're talking about, like, layups being blown, like, open jump shots that should be made, like, steals, transition buckets. 
you know, su- that was suspect as hell, bro. Can't even yeah, lie, you know bro. what I mean. Like everything bad that was happening was was happening. That was so suspect, my dude. I cannot believe it. It was bad. It was real bad. It was actually it was pretty entertaining. I was actually rooting against Mike. <laughs> we were we damn sure were were we. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Oh, but he got it though. Yeah. So you get the class, Mike. He got it. He got the spread. But let's get into some stats for the game. Yeah, you mentioned Taj. Taj kind of went hand. Taj to go Gibson. Steph Curry, is that you? Yeah, 21 points, nine boards. Oh wow, he had a good stat line. My boy was looking 21. Two assists, a steal, and two blocks. Wow. Can we talk about his minutes though? 30 minutes. Jesus Christ. I don't think he's he's not doing that every night. You know Todd's not doing that. Ever. But he looks more in shape than Mitchell Robinson did. Yeah, Mitch looks kind of winded, man. But that was the Washington game. We'll get into that in a minute. But, um, yeah, Todd's looked pretty good, bro. Todd's is ready. He's been ready. I, I like That's what I like about Todd, bro. Like, he knows. <laughs> Todd has been ready. Todd knows he's here at, in a mentor role. But at any moment, he'll be called in. Because Tibbs believes in Taj. And, and I don't blame him. I feel like he's constantly setting a, a good example. No, nah, yeah, dude. I guarantee you Taj Gibson is going to see a lot of fourth quarter minutes this season. Tibbs trusts Taj in the fourth. We're going to see a lot of Taj Gibson in the fourth quarter. You know, Noel and... um, well, with no, Okay, let me throw that out there since I brought up Noel. My prediction of him starting the season is wrong because he's going to be out. So it's either going to be Taj. I don't think Mitch is starting. We'll get into him when watching. Yeah, Mitch needs game. some. We'll get into. He that. needs some minutes. Um, but I was wrong about Noel. Todd will get the start. At least I think he will. Either him. I don't think Sims will start, so it'll most likely be Todd. But he's but ready. It's good. We got Sims though. But no, I, 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 you know what? We gave Sims his flowers, bro. Let's. We got to give Todd props right now, bro. He's my point. I was trying to make it's is Todd's he, time. He's ready. He's ready for this. He's ready for this role. He's going to get, Todd's not going to get a lot of minutes this year, but he's going to get a lot of important minutes. Valuable. Yes. Game-changing minutes. Todd will be a valuable piece this year. Do not sleep on Todd. And you can't deny that good things do happen when he's on the floor. Todd's That's looking, not a bad thing. He's looking like a more confident player, though, with the the shooting. He's trying to win, bro. Like, he, he want, um, he didn't win a ring yet, right? now. Nah, so he's trying not. to win. He I seen him do a nice little dribble to the free throw line, pull up. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? He had a 3-2. That was pretty sweet. Nah, the 3 the three was lit. You talking about the last one he hit, right? Yeah. Like, like off a rebound or something like that. Or you got, I think it was like off a pass. Yeah. Hey, just one dribble. Definitely. Three-point trigger. Yes, sir. My boy Todd is the go Gibson going crazy. Shout out to Todd. What's going on, Todd? What you eating? Apparently, actually, he said he said it was the bacon, egg, and cheeses that was making him do all this. <laughs> That's cool. He is a, he is a Brooklyn cat, so I, I believe him. So um, we got to figure out what Ock he goes to. <laughs> um, Big Pop. Well, when I say Big Papa, New Papa had a game, had a good game. Julius Randle. New, new Papa. Yeah, New Papa. Well, I mean, I say New Papa, but Papa again. What is that? He's kid number two. Oh. Yeah, congratulations on that. <laughs> so New Papa had 29 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, and a steal. Okay, good stuff, man. Overall, this was a good game, man. Like it was a good team game. If you really look at the numbers, we shot forty-five from the field, thirty-nine from three. We missed three free throws, but hit 81 percent of them. I was gonna say eighty-nine. A lot of guys struggled though. Um, Barrett struggled. Burke struggled. Quickly struggled. Toppin struggled. Knox struggled. Knox always struggles, dude. Nah, I don't jack that. 
He does. No, no. Nah. He does. Nah. But he didn't really struggle that much. He was only a negative one. He didn't do too bad. He didn't do too bad. He was two of five, forty percent. Not bad. Not bad. And he didn't turn the ball over. So yeah, Knox was okay. Top is the one who didn't do too good from what I'm looking at. Quickly went 0 for 5. Yeah, quickly. He's, he struggled the last two games, even in the win on Washington. He didn't, he didn't really hear his name that much, so uh, he wasn't too... It effective. seems like he's still working on transitioning. What, to a, to a point guard? Yeah. He's going to be both guards from what I see. He's trying... He's trying. I feel like he's trying to learn how to balance both. I think he's going to be both. He's having, a trouble. he's having trouble balancing. I can see that. I can see that. But I think he'll eventually adjust to that role of being... Um, no, due time. Either or. Either or. But um, great game overall. You know, we had our struggle against the Pistons. You know, that ugly fourth quarter stretch that I'm pretty sure a lot of gamblers who were watching were pretty shaky about. Yo, <laughs> I, I, I told, I told, I even told them. I was like, yo, imagine, imagine you're the guy that threw like a million dollars on it. Try like punching his TV. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all you need is like one basket. All they needed was one basket, and they couldn't hit it for five minutes. Yeah, that was, was weird. It was just and weird. we say five minutes, and mind you, the game had like seven minutes left. It was just weird that he said that, and then right after he said that, it happened. That had us thinking, like, yo, like, are the gamblers onto something? I mean, they most likely are. That's why they're gamblers and bookies. So you know, who knows? Say, do you think the players are in on it too? Uh, I guess it depends on which one they press. Like, hey, bro, conspiracy theory. Hey, conspiracy theory bro it happens you know the mob control shit dude i think the mob is still around i'm sure they approach people and be like yo score 20 points i'm gonna break your legs that oh I, it, it's like in a movie, bro if it happens in movies it happens in real life there's <laughs> some truth to it what movie it happened in um hmm that's a good question <laughs> okay I'll, i can think of one it's kind of a extreme one but last boy scout you gotta see that movie but it's about football, not basketball. Okay. In the beginning of that, in that, in that movie, for those who know it, The Last Boy Scout is an old action movie with Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Basically, at the beginning of that movie, you see a football player in the locker room. Some dude calls him on the phone and tells him, yo, get to the end zone anywhere you can in your history. Which means if he don't score a touchdown, he's going to kill him. And your man makes it to the end zone and... You got to see how he does it, bro. I don't want to spoil the movie for you. He goes crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's another statement. But Last Boy Scout. Check it out, y'all. It's an old-ass movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But um, final score, 108. Um, Shit, sorry. Yeah. Final score, 108-100. Knicks over the Pistons. It's always great to get a W. Yeah. But it was uh, very sloppy. Could have been, been better. It was a very slow start. It's the, it was the same thing with the Wizards game, so we might as well move on to that. Final score to that was 115-113. What a game that was, bro. What a freaking <laughs> game. First of all, we were losing, and I could see the why. The entire game. Yeah, and I could see why we won, because we outscored them 40-23 to in the fourth quarter. So, you know, that kind of helps. That's crazy, man. That kind of helps. Fourth quarter defense, fourth quarter offense, combination of both. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll make a comeback I thought, happen. I thought, I thought a classic Nick move was going to happen. I thought we, I thought the Knicks were gonna bring it back to within, um, like three, and then lose by one, and lose by one, because they were down fifteen the most. They were chipping down, 
Then it was like four minutes left. That dude, that Daniel Gafford guy was killing us. He was he was murdering us. Dude, he had a double double on us in yeah, four he blocks. Was, he was murdering. Yeah, us. Yeah, he was. Shout out to Daniel Gafford, man. We watching that guy like yo. Why can't we stop this dude? What the hell's wrong with him? So close, but so no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was the other one. Um, net net uh Neto. They, oh yeah, net Neto. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Dude, he dropped twenty five on us. Yeah, that guy was. He killed. Yeah, that guy was going nuts. He killed, bro. That guy was going bananas. See, but you know what that shows me though? Our defense in the backcourt ain't that good. So we gotta work on that. If a dude like Neto killed us, no disrespect. What was that three point percentage like? Ours or theirs? Theirs. They were drum roll. Da, 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 da. Oh, not too bad. Forty percent, fourteen to thirty-five. So our perimeter still needs a little bit of work. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta at least hold them to thirty-eight percent, and to be at least you know, not to say we're not an elite defense. Everybody knows we're an elite defense. No, but to like our take perimeter it to that, struggles. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. We gotta bring that down to thirty-eight percent average. So I feel you. Because it was bugging out from three that whole game. That's why we almost lost. We should. I'm not gonna lie. We should have lost. But yeah, those are one of those games where you're like, you know what? We should have lost. It's just, un it's unfortunately, we we were able to pull it together, which is good because like you know, there's gonna be games where you can't be, you know, you're gonna have bad games, and if you're still able to pull yourself out the mud even through the worst game, that's that's good. Yeah, man. But you know, you don't want to make it a habit, of course. Definitely. Which brings us to Mitch. The block party made his return. The block party made his return, man. You already know. I, I don't, mean, I don't have the, I don't have the, I don't have the punch noise no more. It's all good. It's all good. Whoosh, that's it. There yeah. you go. There's the punch noise. <laughs> um, six points, nine boards, two steals. Modest numbers for Mitch coming off the bench. Obviously, he didn't get the start, and and and, and it's good he didn't get the start because he didn't look like he was in shape. He looked pretty slow. He, yeah, he, there was videos of him like jogging. Yeah, he was panting. Like, yeah, he, he's not in game shape. He can, not, well, let me not say he's not in game shape. He can play. He's not in starting game shape. Yeah. He's not starting. Not for the like long distance games. Like, he's not in it for the long run. Yeah. But when, for the top, for the beginning of the season, yeah. I don't think Mitch is going to start till game 10. Get that man on that bike. Yeah, <laughs> he, he got to get his cardio up, get man. That man on that bike. You think his muscle mass might have something to do with that? Um, Maybe he's still adjusting to that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're you're moving more weight. Yeah, I think he'll adjust to it though. You just gotta give him time. Yeah, let him come off the bench for the first couple games. You know what I mean? Let Taj do the just work. Let him run in practice. Let him just run. Got to do suicides. Like, yeah, he used to hate suicides. He'll be he's fine. gonna have to do that. He'll be fine. He will. It was just a little bit. It was. It was. It was just. I wasn't really expecting that. I was, but I wasn't. Because like Mitch said in his off season, not not to say we got DSJ'd again, because what they would what they did with DSJ was completely blown out of proportion. Yeah, what they did with DSJ is we thought he was going to be like the next starting point. Guard. Yeah, like you know the next big thing. You know, no, I didn't think he was the next big thing. I just thought he was going to be the starting point guard. <laughs> you know, some something big, something something solid, and that's definitely not what we got. No, we did get a buzzer beater from Julius Randle. We did get that. that but, was, yeah, but with Mitch, back to back to Mitch. <laughs> I just had to throw that in. No, there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because we're gonna talk about that next. <laughs> no, that, was good, that was good stuff. But with Mitch, um, damn, what was I? You talking about him being in shape? Yeah. So, are we here? I got your back, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but damn, you kind of damn it. I oh, 
He just got to do suicides, bro. Yeah. Bottom line. He has, he has to get his cardio up, do some suicides. Tibbs has to make him ride the bike. Um, oh, no, no. What? DSJ. Word. Yeah, the DSJ. There you go. Pretty much. Yeah. He, it was just concerning because, like, in his offseason, they always said, like, he was doing the bike more often. Like, he was just doing cardio things. that Because he couldn't, he couldn't step on the court. You know, he had to do things by himself and rehab and whatnot. So I'm guessing you can only do so much on a cardio bike that you actually need the actual experience to, to be better, I guess. Well, the only difference between DSJ and Mitch is that Mitch is actually coming off an injury. So, yeah, I think we can let Mitch off the hook. You know, you know what I mean? Like, cause he, they, they did say that he was working on his cardio more more so than not. Who, Mitch? Or yeah, DSJ? Mitch. Yeah, but the thing is, you still... You're still adjusting to gain weight, bro. He had a significant amount of weight gain in what? Three, four months? Dude, that's a lot. That's still an adjustment. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. I'd give him some time. Now, what would be concerning... No, no, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. Let me, just, let me knock on wood on that one and keep it to myself. Yeah, let me not even say that. I'll put it to you like this. It's the worst possible outcome. And I am not going to put it out there. Right. So, moving on, bro. You guys can figure it out. Don't. don't. I'd rather you not. Just don't. Like, forget I said anything. Um, Yeah. Buzzer beater. Wow. Let's just get into that. <laughs> Be honest. Did you know what was going in? Absolutely. As soon as it left his hand? Yeah, absolutely. That was too mellow-like for it not to go in. And he was big in the fourth quarter, too, man. Him? Yeah, that was... Him? I knew that was going in because, like, the whole momentum. Like, the, we brought we brought it to this whole... We brought it all the way back to a tie game. Stopped him on the other end. Brought it back to our side for the final shot. I was like, not yet. Hell yeah, this is going in. Dude, him? Wait. Randall? Rose? Barrett's defense and a big shot by Quentin Grimes brought us into the game. Yeah, and, you know, not for nothing, I think he's not getting enough credit for that shot. Nah, he, I agree. That was big. That was probably, um, I would say aside from Randall's buzzer beater, that was a big momentum shifting play. Because he's hide it. And he actually had a pretty good stat line, too. Shout out to Grimes. Six points, six boards, two assists, two steals. You, know, you give us that off the bench, bro. Yeah, I'll take that every night off the bench from you. Obi Toppin had a few big defensive plays in the fourth as well. He had nine points, eight boards, three assists, a steal, and three blocks. Hey, Obi, stepping that defense up. Obi, I, I like it. I see you, bro. I see the Yes, bro. And we did mention D Rose. Top of the morning. Yeah. Get that <laughs> shit out of here, bro. Three blocks, top bro. I'll take morning. three blocks from Toppin. I, don't, I know he's not going to average three blocks. If you, got, if you can average one, Obi, you're the man. Give me one block a game, Obi. Give me 82 blocks this season. I'll be happy. It's not bad. D-Rose, like mentioned D-Rose, you got to bring his stat line. 28 points, three boards, six assists. D-Rose, he's doing a great job running the show, man. He he's is. Keeping, he's, he's, he's like the orchestrator. He So far, he's doing better than Kemba. Not that Kemba's doing bad. Kemba's doing good things. I was but, actually going to ask you, like, with preseason ending, how do you feel about our new guys? How do you feel about the mesh? I like it. Evan Fournier is off to a shaky start, but I think he'll pick that up, so I'm not too worried about him. 
and we got people that can hold it down if he don't pick it up anyway so we'll be fine because if he has a bad game burke's gonna hold him down quickly gonna hold him down grind's gonna hold we'll be fine okay we'll be fine so one more question shoot who are you most surprised of coming out of this preseason like who shocked you the most uh i would say sims jericho sims sims yeah i would say jericho sims so yeah so if you're saying jericho sims that could just lead me into this right here is it just me or facts is it just me or one more time is it just me or you already know what time it is yes sir is it just me or does jericho sim actually have a chance of cracking this roster he does he has a great chance especially could all right i feel like we did this already but i feel like no we gotta like, talk about I feel it like this is an updated version yeah, yeah of course well for one we know that noel is gonna be out as i said my prediction of noel starting the season at center i was I wrong folks i got it wrong uh i wasn't expecting mitch to be back he's back but he's not starting either and neither is Noel. <laughs> and I bring that up to bring this up about Jericho Sims. He lucked out, bro. Not to say that not to say that he would have been bad or he wouldn't have gotten a shot, but he lucked out with minutes because of the injuries. Because if it wasn't for the injuries, he would have got the same amount of minutes Deuce McBride and Grimes was getting. And their minutes were kind of inconsistent this, you know what I mean, preseason. So with that being said... Thanks. Jericho Sims, he has a shot, especially considering Noel's going to be out. And we don't know how long he's going to and be plus, out. And plus, it's not like he necessarily was gifted anything because at the end of the day, he still needed to prove that. Yeah, he had to earn those minutes either way. You know, yeah, like, like he, you could get the minutes, but can you keep the minutes? He did pretty decent, you know, coming off the bench. Seven points, five boards. I noticed he didn't play last game, though. Yeah, I've heaped that, too. He shot 46% for the preseason and 75 from free throws. So, yeah, he was pretty effective. He definitely, I think he should crack. His free throw is pretty funny. Yeah, but bro, for a funny free throw, seventy five percent ain't bad. It's not bad at all. Not, not at all. Root for a big man too. But yeah, he should definitely crack the roster, especially considering Noel's out. I don't think Noel's gonna be out for that long. But let's just say it's great. Jericho Sims is on board. This gives him a chance to get playing time, potential playing time. You know, um, it gives him a chance to develop. Gives him a chance to get more acquainted with the teammates. You know what I mean? And he's like our he's like our he's like our back brace. He's like the guy to make sure like if if, if everything fails, I'm glad Jericho Sims is there pretty much. Like Yeah, man. Like I'm sure he'll make mistakes because he's raw. He's very raw offensively. He will make mistakes. And even on the defensive end. It's good as he isn't it's good as he is on defense. You know, he's a pretty good defender. We could all see that. He's still a rookie. Rookies will make mistakes. But um to answer your question, yeah. I think he'll crack the roster. Will he so stay? So it's not just me. No, no, it's not. Will he stay for the whole season is the question. What do you mean? Like, will he go to the Yeah, I think I think and when no G-League? Yeah, when Noel comes barring injury to any of our big men, hopefully Mitch stays healthy and Taj's age doesn't catch up to him so far. He's been pretty cool. <laughs> um it's the big egg of Jesus. When Noel comes back, they're most likely gonna send him to the G League, so you know so i feel like he should, he should take every yeah this is his opportunity to be like i'm here to stay to soak up every now nah, like even nah, it, is, it is this is his chance to like yeah y'all not sending me to the g league i'm staying 
He's got to soak up. He has up, that chance. Yeah, he's got to soak up as much information as possible. That too. That too. But if I'm him, I'd approach this as my opportunity, bro. You know what I mean? You're kind of... Re Noel's a great defender. You're replacing a great defender for the time being. Now's your chance to shine and show like, hey, you know, I'm that guy too. You know, if Noel's not here with me, you're not going to miss a step. Now's his chance. He, he has this opportunity. Nobody, I, don't, I don't think Jericho Sins, I don't think he'll actually be that guy this year. I I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that myself. I but think, still, it's his time to show it. But I do feel like he'll be that guy in like two two years. I could dig that. But like he can show something now. Now he has a chance. Like with, with what little minutes he's going to get, he got to dive for some loose balls, get some rebounds. I feel like he's that guy, though. I feel like he's the dirty work kind of guy. No, yeah, he he kind of rubs me off as the dude that's not afraid to put his body out there. And I've said it many times, dude is brolic. That's he a, is. He is. That's indeed. a baby face yeah. dude. <laughs> he, is, he is indeed brolic. Hey, I thought you said we didn't have the punches. That was the Bruce Lee one. Oh, oh, we're talking about the other one. I'm talking about the other one. Yeah, the block one. The oh, okay, the copy. copy, copy, copy. The, okay. the cartoon one. The but nah, I think Jericho Sims is here at least for the time being. But if he outperforms his what's expected, he may he may have some staying power, and I'm rooting for that. Same. I'm actually rooting for that. I want him to outperform his expectations. That'd be so sweet. Most definitely, I would love that as well. That'd be so sweet. So then, no, so we just no, have a whole bunch of rot. We just have a whole roster of guys just transcending. Exactly. And just being the best versions of themselves. Put the fear in the league, baby. Come on, Kevin Knox, and believe you, man. You know this. He still has a chance, man. You are transcending. I think if he's, I think, I think if Jericho Sims would take anybody's spot, it would be Knox's. You since you bring him up, you watch your mouth. Nah, it's facts, bro. Remember, bro, we're a factual show, man. You, you watch keep, your mouth. We got to keep shit very real. I call that fiction. Nah, bro. I'm calling it fiction. Call it what you want, man. But that's just the reality. Kevin of Knox. The business. Let's go, Kevin Knox. Show the world what you can do, man. That I see. That they don't see yet. All right, we'll see. But I guess that wraps up this week's show. It's a pretty short one. Um, right on, man. Dab it up. Opening wow. day is Wednesday. We got Boston. Um, no Noel, like we said. I assume our starting five is going to be Todd, Julius, Barrett, Fournier, and um, wait, did they post the starting five? Someone posted it already. Yeah. So it is Todd. Is it Todd? It's definitely Todd. Todd, Randall. RJ, Fournier, and Kemba. Yeah. yeah. There goes our starting five. I think it might have been a mock. Nah, and, I would say that's the starting five. And I think I think instead of Taj, he had Mitch. Nah, I would put Taj first. That's just me. But that's just me. We'll see what happens. We'll see I think I might put Mitch first too. Nah. I might put I put I might put Mitch first. He's out of shape, man. Like, yuck, yuck, yuck. We can't do that, dude. We can't rush it back. We bought him back. Let's pace him. You know what I mean? We've waited this long, dude. Like it doesn't hurt to wait a little longer. True. And we want the best Mitch we could possibly get. So we gotta pace it, dude. Um But do you pick the win do, do you predict the win Wednesday? Absolutely. I do as well. Absolutely. I do as well. I think Kemba and Fournier gonna gun for Boston. Some some bad blood there. Yeah, I think they're gonna gun for Boston and have some good games. I predict the final score will be one oh eight one hundred. That's just my little prediction. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go one oh eight one hundred. Dude, you need people to th throw some bets on that. How many people think he's right, people? You gotta put a poll. Yeah. What was it? 108 to. 108, 100, Knicks. 108, 100. And. Who's the I... leading scorer? Uh, 
I don't know, but it's gonna be somebody we least expect. I'm gonna go somebody like Kevin Knox. No. I am gonna go leading scorer either quickly or my least likely one. I'm gonna go Fournier. I'm gonna go Fournier comes in start comes in firing. Either him or quickly. I'm gonna have to go with either Julius Randle or Kevin Knox. We'll see what happens. We'll see y'all. Those are my two picks right there. Um, We'll see y'all next weekend. You already know. And go Knicks on opening day. Let's go Knicks.